This podcast is brought to you by Sage Hill, a social impact organization. Our mission is to help people be who they're made to be so that they can do what they're made to do. Find more resources to live fully, love deeply, and lead well at sagehillresources.com. One of the great sadnesses that I've experienced over the years in working with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of men and their wives and women and children of parents. All of the people we've treated were raised in a certain way. One of the things that they lost along the way is what's most important to be successful in life. We'll do some work on the board a lot of times, and this is what we've come up with, that three things that fathers have ended up teaching their children to be successful in life, and all of them actually make them unsuccessful in what makes life fulfilling, which is to be able to live fully in relationship with a passion and a vision. All the men that we treated, they end up despising three things, and they end up being overreaching and over-identified with three things that are good in and of themselves, but end up being destructive if it's just if it's a major if a person majors in these things. The men we've treated, uh, the men I've seen, and people in general, they raised to become independent. And what's amazing is that independent often means separate from having to depend. If we really looked at the Declaration of our country. It's called the Declaration of Independence, which is a great misnomer. It's actually a declaration of dependence. If you read it, it says, we hold to be these truths to be self-evident that all men, all human beings were created equal. Now, whereas we really screwed that up in a lot of ways in our country by not fulfilling that phrase, still it was a statement of how we're made. All men are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. So automatically it's assumed that there's a creator upon whom we're dependent. And it's also assumed that the, the, these uh, self-evident things, which means I looked within myself and found them, they're evident to anybody who's considering. And they're inalienable, which means that you can't, they can't be loaned, given away, they can't be sold, they can't be taken from you, that you have to deal with them. The certain inalienable rights, among these of which are the pursuit of life, the hunger for life, liberty, Liberty really doesn't mean freedom as much. It means not, not owned by a tyranny, liberated from. And then the pursuit of happiness, which we know today they meant the pursuit of who you're made to be. So if it were more aptly named, the Declaration of Independence is actually a declaration of dependence upon the God who made us, how we're made, and what we're made to do. It's an amazing document. But in the midst of a father training their children to become independent, they also train them to be realistic. And if the founding fathers of this country who, who put that, that, that statement together had been realistic, they would have given in to the tyranny of Great Britain. They would have made a compromise or cut a deal or given up or something to that effect. But instead they were caught between a frontier they did not know how to go into and an ocean where there was a, a horde of power coming towards them. And what they did in the midst of that, instead of being realistic, they could not run away from the truth within them that was hungering to breathe and live free. It was amazing. So realistic and often is a way of, uh, realistic is often a way of avoiding the truth of how we're made. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of wholeness, who we're made to be. And people who are realistic are often end up being pessimistic. Realistic in terms of what they spend their time doing is pushing their hopes down. Don't get your hopes up and that way you won't be so disappointed 
or if you can't run the big dogs, get on the porch. If you're not the lead dog, the view never changes. Uh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps without needing anyone. It's insanity. It is grotesque insanity, in fact. The Founding Fathers even said that the only way that they were going to be able to pull off this idea was through contending with each other, which means telling the truth to each other, which means going beyond the reality that we can't really get along without cutting deals, is that the truth will end up truly by contending with each other set us free. And then the third thing is that the children are often raised to be powerful, which means so often to, to, to not recognize need, to push aside feelings. And power really is a form of competition. And the only way you know you're powerful is by measuring yourself against the strength of someone else. Meaning that you only are powerful if, you're not, if you never lose. You're only powerful if somebody's beneath you. And you're also as powerful as the person that you're chasing that you've got to bring down. So actually this teaching is to make ourselves number one, which is separate from being connected to other people. So it's really insane what we end up being trained to do because we're so afraid that our children are going to be, be hurt by the world, which they will be. So we end up trying to teach them to conquer the world which they never can do. And so what's, what's amazing is that we need to raise our children to be, to be dependent. Dependent upon the God that made them, the God who made them, and dependent upon how they're made. Feeling, needing, desiring, hoping, longing creatures who God has implanted in us the Imago Dei to imagine. Anytime a person imagines, they're in touch with the image bearing of creation within them. And imagine is kind of a pun, but imagine, imagination is to Im image a nation, to, to have a picture of a world greater than you can do by yourself, a plan that's God-sized, which is going to require you needing other people, needing other strengths, needing other people's appropriate authority, needing other people's wisdom. So dependency is actually a roadmap to greatness. And then secondly, uh, being truthful, being truthful from the standpoint of admitting my needs, acknowledging my competencies recognizing my limitations, recognizing my strengths. So the truth is not only telling the truth about ourselves, but it's the truth about how we're really made. The truth is we're made to hope. The truth is that there's no way away from it. The truth is if you're going to hope, you're going to grieve. So this whole thing about power, or rather real, being realistic, is, is trying to escape the hope that we're made to have, that we're going to have to grieve if we live it fully. And then the third thing is that children are so often taught to have power over than, more than remaining present. And it, we've already talked before, but, but literally, uh, children, when they're growing up with their, with their parents, what they want to know is, are you with me? And will you teach me how to live this life? Will you grow up with me by telling me what it's like to experience it? Dad, I'm hurting. Do you know what hurt is? Dad, I'm sad. Do you know what's sad? Do you know what it's like to, to lose a girlfriend? Do you know what it's like to try out for a team? Do you know what it's like? Can you tell me what it's like? Because you've obviously made it, so I need to know that you know what it's like and you can teach me how to make it instead of teaching me not to feel it. So we need to raise children to be dependent, and I promise you, I've never seen a child who is allowed to be dependent who wants to stay in his or her mother's lap. They want to get out and explore and turn around to make sure you're still there. And the more they have a sense that you're not going anywhere, that you came to stay, the farther and farther they'll go, which means they'll go to a place sooner or later that they'll go far into the place that they were made to be. 
they will become God's project and you would appoint them in the direction of where they're made to go. So it's a great tragedy that so many people want to teach their children to overcome the world and they rob them of their hearts. And what's amazing is if a child doesn't have the parent's heart, they have fed them through the world already. And it's a great sadness to me. And we see it over and over and over again.